get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. And we want to get the Chicago perspective on this series with David Kaplan. He's the co-host of Cap and J Hood. You can hear him on ESPN 1000 up in Chicago's weekdays from 7 to 10 o'clock. He's joining us now via the 101 ESPN hotline. Cap, we appreciate the time as always, man. We're looking forward to this series up in London. How are you viewing this from the Chicago perspective? Well, I mean, the Cubs are playing such good baseball over the last several weeks that you look and you think, hmm, had them off to a really good start at 11 and six. Then they hit this, you know, really rough patch. And now here they have climbed themselves back into contention in a lousy division. So this is a very, very important series for both teams, for the Cardinals, who, you know, is the team I tell my kids all the time, there are three teams in this family we will never root for. That's the Cardinals, the Packers and anybody playing Notre Dame. And so we, excuse me, and Notre Dame. I'll always root for whoever plays Notre Dame. I look at this series, it's got critical importance. The Cubs are running maybe their two best pitchers out there, Justin Steele and Marcus Stroman. They're playing good baseball. They have got to find a way to take advantage of a team that is having a lousy season than the Cardinals. Cap, nobody has to be happier than you with the start this season the Cardinals have had. But from what you've seen, what has gone wrong with this team? You know, I look at your team versus my team. We don't have the thump in the lineup from Paul Goldschmidt or Nolan Arenado. You've got my guy, Wilson Contreras. I know it hasn't gone. Yeah, we got to ask about time. that, Cap. You told us that he was going to be great. It hasn't gone yeah, well. You sold us on him. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what is going on there because he was such an impactful player for us. Uh, why he's struggling to that degree, I don't know. But I hope for his sake, because I love him, that it turns around. But, yeah, I've sat back here and been amused that the Cardinals, who everybody picked, me included, to win the division, have had such an awful start to their season. So that's what makes such a great rivalry, that – you know, I'm sure there are Cardinal fans that love when the Cubs lose, and it's the same thing here. But I look at your team, and there's impactful bats in that lineup. There's some quality in your pitching staff. How that team looks as inept as it does, and I'm talking about base-running mistakes, defensive miscues. I watch everything. I have multiple TVs so I can watch my favorite baseball. And I have the Cardinals on, and I look and go – that's the Cardinal way? Hmm. They look horrible, and I don't know why. Yeah, it, It's getting a little better, and when I say a little, I mean very little, David, but it, it's it's starting to get closer to the baseball that we've been expecting. I did want to follow up on what you said about Wilson Contreras because he's gone through a few extended slumps. Now, some of this is just hitting into bad luck. We've all seen that before, but some of it is like he he's not getting the results, and it's starting to weigh on him mentally. He talked recently about how he's like going to some of his mentors, David. Have you seen him go through these extended slumps? before and what did he do to get out of them i have not seen him go through a slump to this degree look he's a really passionate emotional guy i told you that uh when the whole courting process was going on that's who wilson is wilson is a very fiery competitor i haven't seen him struggle to this degree and look as unhappy 
as I think he looks. I mean, I've been around this guy a lot, whether covering him or getting to know him. I was blown away how unhappy, how Uh, just keep grinding. That's all you can do because he's a wonderfully talented player. Kep, this is the first chance that, that I've gotten to talk to you since all of the Wilson Contreras off the catching position to the DH because they wanted to work with his catching skills, and then he goes back into it. What were your thoughts when you saw what he was going through? I felt that they, the way it went down, it was almost an embarrassing situation and that the Cardinals embarrassed him. And I thought that was wrong. I don't think you treat a player that way and handle it that way. I, I, that surprised me because this guy caught on a World Series winner. He's been a multi-time all-star. I didn't think that that was a first-class way to handle things. But it's the big leagues, man. When you sign for $87.5 million, you better deliver. And he wasn't delivering. So they looked for some way to motivate him, to get him to understand not Chicago anymore, but hmm. this is the Cardinals. We do things a different way here, and it better turn around and quickly. Uh, I think it will because he's that talented, but gosh, just something looks off with your team, and I can't figure out what it is. It reminds me of the White Sox in some ways who have a ton of talent. You start looking in their lineup, and you go, how is that White Sox team as bad as the Cardinal team with all these impactful guys? For some reason, the mix isn't right. David Kaplan is our guest here on 101 ESPN for just another couple of minutes. Cap, I'm so glad you went there because that was the other question that I wanted to ask you. We're trying to figure out what the mix is here in St. Louis, especially on the pitching side of things. And the White Sox have a bunch of guys that are of interest to us here in St. Louis. What do you believe the White Sox plans are as we approach the deadline, specifically with that rotation? Uh, look, I don't see, they've never had a $100 million contract ever in the history of the organization. Only three teams could say that, Kansas City, Oakland, and the White Sox. So if you've got Lucas Giolito going to be a free agent, if you're not going to be in contention, you have to trade him. Lance Lynn, he's done after this year. You have to trade him. He struck out 16 the other day, so he makes sense on some level for somebody. And then what are you doing with Dylan Cease? Dylan Cease was a Cy Young finalist. He's a beast. I mean, this guy's got unbelievable abilities. So if you're not going to pay him, and he's a Boris guy, by the way, you're not going to get a deal done with him. He's got a, another year of control, and it's going to cost you, what, six times 30, six times 35? If you're not prepared to write that check, then you've got to move him out of there, too. And then you've got bullpen arms. You know, I said the Cubs have got to go add a lefty and a righty. Joe Kelly makes big money. Uh, they're going to move that money. Why do you need him? That's a luxury they can't afford. So there are a number of guys I think could get moved out of the White Sox organization. Cap, as a follow-up with that, in a hypothetical world, and I know you despise the Cardinals, but let's say the Cardinals and White Sox were to talk to each other. What would Chicago be wanting from the Cardinals if a pitcher was going the other way? Controllable younger players. They're not going to take money back. They're not. Deal. This is not you know the Yankees. This is not Steve Cohen and the Mets. They're going to want young prospects that are projectable, not in Class A. They're looking for guys that are on the precipice of the big leagues so that they would trade you, theoretically, a couple years of Dylan Cease control for players that have six and seven years of control. 
that's what I think they're going to do. Cap, one more question from me, and I'm asking this because it's a question we get all the time on the show. People point fingers at Ali Marmol and say, boy, a manager, he doesn't have the locker room right now. How is he going to keep this job moving forward? And they've said, bring in Joe Madden because Joe <laughs> Madden, he knows how to get a locker room. You cover Joe Madden, Cap. So Ali Marmol, Joe Madden, is there really that much of a difference? Uh, well, yeah, one guy has won the World Series and taken another organization to the World Series. So there's a total difference there. Look, when Joe rolled in here, I remember asking him at the first press conference, do you realize what you're getting yourself into? This team hasn't won in 100 and whatever years. And he chuckled, said, I absolutely do. And there's a method to my madness. And it worked out. And then it ran its course for whatever reason. Things are, you got to understand now, under Joe, things are going to be more loosey-goosey. I remember being in Bush Stadium. The Cubs are rolling along. There's Mike Matheny walking down the hall. The Cardinals are all paying attention, ready. They're dressed around the field for pregame warm-ups. And it was American Legion Day for the Cubs. And they showed up in flip-flops, shorts, and they rolled in for a 7 o'clock game at Bush at 515. No batting practice, nothing. Just get your, get your arm loose and let's go to work. And the Cubs beat their ass. And it drove the Cardinals crazy. I was talking to some of the people there. They're like, you guys just roll in and call it Legion Day? That would never fly down here. That's what Joe's going to do now. There's going to be a petting zoo one day if you've lost seven in a row. And I remember during the playoffs when we knocked out the Cardinals in 2015, the Cubs split the first two in St. Louis. They come back. The city is electric, and they find a way to beat the 100-win Cardinals. And there's a buffet breakfast set up behind home plate. This is true at Wrigley. And there's a band. I'm like, what the hell? Joe said, it's just a playoff game. Relax. It's no big deal. And guys were getting eggs and bacon, take a few swings in the cage. The band's playing. And, of course, we went out and knocked the Cardinals out. He believes a lot of the get here early and do your work is uh, he calls it eyewash. Baseball's fun. Get back to having fun. Maybe that's what the Cardinals need. Interesting. Hey, Cap, we're going to be paying attention to that as we continue on here in St. Louis. We'll certainly be talking with you, I would assume, as we get closer to the trade deadline because the White Sox are a team that comes up a lot here in St. Louis from that perspective as well. Hey, I hear yeah, you. you want uh, to trade us Arenado, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I hear you're going out on the boat later today. Enjoy that. We'll talk with you again soon, my man. Yep, getting on it right now. You guys have a great day.